0: The time is upon us. The Nerdist Television Show on BBC America is premiering Saturday, March 30th, as part of BBC America's Supernatural Saturday in Canada. I believe it's on space. And uh, so 8 o'clock will be Doctor Who, 9 o'clock will be Orphan Black, 10 p.m. Nerdist Television Show. And we have amazing guests this season. The first episode is a salute to... BBC America, so it's a bunch of folks on BBC America like Dominic Monaghan and Tatiana Maslany and uh, Matt Smith and Jenna Louise Coleman, who is this podcast episode, Uh, and then uh, week two it's a tribute to zombies with Robert Kirkman and Michael Rooker and Karen Gillins in that episode and then week three I believe is John Hamm and then down the road is Elijah Wood and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen and Jack McBrayer and the Gillian Jacobs and Miranda Bakarin, and it's fun. It's, I, I can't believe the wonderful folks that we got. And this show is super fun, it's an hour long. Tune in, check it all out. Uh, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Shutterstock. Uh, Shutterstock basically has over 700,000 high quality video clips and it, they basically just help you take your creative project to the next level whether it's a website advertisement multimedia presentation any kind of film project they have clips in a variety of digital formats most come in HD and they're from clips from all over the world like any project you need they're going to have a clip you can't find a clip in 700,000 then you need to just go start your own movie studio because you're doing some next level stuff. But Shutterstock gives you all the assets you need, it's a complete offering, they have amazing customer service, flexible pricing, you can choose between individual clips, video packs, download in HD, you can save in standard def or web formats, and also a huge image library of photos, vectors, icons, infographic templates. So. There's no credit card needed. You're just going to go to Shutterstock.com, start an account, begin using Shutterstock to help imagine what your next project could be like and save video selections you find to your clip box. Once you decide to purchase, use the offer code NERDIS3 and new accounts will receive 30% off any package. That's Shutterstock.com, 30% off new accounts. Use the offer code NERDIS3. Jenna Louise Coleman, the new companion, Clara, Oswin, Oswald, Uh, I'm very excited, Uh, Doctor Who's coming back, and Clara is a, she's been fantastic on the last, the the, the couple times that we've seen her. Um, Of course, we miss, uh, we miss dear Rory, we miss dear Amy, but that's the wonderful thing about Doctor Who, is that we can still miss the companions that we loved, and still fall in love with new companions and new people on the show, and uh, I really think I really think Jenna Louise Coleman is a home run, and she was an absolute delight. And uh, she was over for a couple of days from England, and we got to sit down with her and do a podcast. And then we got a little clip of the podcast on video, which we're going to put on the Nerdist TV show. So uh, this was really fun just to kind of get to know Jenna a little behind. Just look, what's behind? What is behind the Clara? Uh, So if you're a Doctor Who fan, then you should be delighted by this. If you're not a Doctor Who fan, then you'll just enjoy listening to her talk, because she's very charming and has the best accent ever. Or we have an accent to her. But is it xenophobic to say that she has the accent? Well, tell us she has the accent. Um, I don't know if our accents are as delightful as hers. But uh, here you go, The Nurse Podcast, episode number 339. With Jenna Louise Coleman.
1: Now entering Nerdist.com.
2: This is how it starts. There's no official start. We always sort of just ease into it. We talk no. about flying. Like the,
1: the wings
0: aren't
2: gonna snap off. The wing is one long piece. No, no, the wing's not gonna snap off. What I'm worried
0: about is the engine. There's four engines if you're flying to England, you're fine. Yeah, but I mean No but I just feel like buddy, you need to all hug. stay on the plane. You know what you need, Matt? You know, those, need? you know those you know those pillows that are like a person that you can spoon with? Yes, I'm listening. You need a
2: spoon buddy pillow uh-huh. for your air travel. I had Mike Shaw next to me. I could have just grabbed him. He's your swing buddy. But we're not here to talk about your swing buddy.
0: Jenna Louise Coleman. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Nice to see you. You too. (laughs) Thank you for for coming to America.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: You came here just for this podcast, right? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I'm doing nothing else while I'm here.
0: This is, this is so nice of you to to insist that
2: VPC bring you all the way to...
1: You see, I couldn't make it. I couldn't make the second part in London.
2: Right, yeah, so I had an appointment. you owed us pretty much. <laughs>
0: exactly, yeah. so I
1: thought, seeing as I was so rude and couldn't cancel the appointment, I'd best fly out to L.A. <laughs> That's
0: Thank very you. sweet of you. Big points already.
2: Matt wouldn't have done that. Matt, he would have done that? No, he wouldn't no, have. No, he wouldn't have done that. Because he's too... He's like, meh, I'm a doctor. I don't need to go anywhere. I know. Whereas she's like, you know what? I'm gonna make a good first impression. Here I am. Well done. Technically, that's what a companion would do. That's right. Good job. Travel. She, you would travel. So, what do you think of America? It's just radio studios. That's all America is.
1: <laughs> um, I, I, I've been to LA for before actually. I've spent. I lived out here for a couple of months. So um, I, I'm kind of a, a bit familiar.
2: How was the breathing when you left LA? Were you like, oh my god, there's actually air outside of LA? Yeah.
1: Because
2: you're not. You don't know it when you're here but when you go somewhere else and you inhale you're like oh clean air
1: well i've come from london so <laughs> it, oh yeah it kind of does feel like clean air really
2: yeah london's oh. not great for air.
0: And all British children are are they do a stint as chimney sweeps. Is that correct? Yeah. At least that's what Dickensian novels would yeah, have yeah. us believe.
1: Everybody does it from about the age of kind of 11 to 12.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's been your, yeah. your prime chimney sweep yeah. years. <laughs> Matt, scoot the mic over just a little bit there. Which, uh, sc- just scoot on his mic here. over. Yeah, just a little bit over there. It's probably going to fall. Yeah, there we go. Now we got it. Hi. Hey. <laughs> so how's it been so far? It's sort of... How long did you... How long were you working on the show or did you work on the show before they announced that it was going to be you?
1: No, it was good, actually. I had about I had about six weeks of kind of total paranoia and secrecy before they announced it.
0: <laughs> and you couldn't tell anyone? No,
1: I couldn't tell anybody to the point where, you know, talking to your agent on the phone, you've got like code words and kind of like you're checking over your shoulder to make sure no one can hear you. Having a secret is weird. What like, was your code word? What secret. was your code word? Oh, uh, men on waves.
0: Men on Waves. I
1: spent so long, so I was auditioning for Men on Waves, which obviously was Doctor Who. So when you turn up to your meeting, you have to go, "Hi, I'm here for Men on Waves," and um, and uh, apparently, because it's the same that happened with Karen, it's an anagram of what was what would be the companion's name. So I was trying to work it out for ages, kind of thinking like Eva, somebody, or or, but apparently it was Woman Seven.
0: Oh. Oh, interesting. Men on, Men on waves. waves. <laughs> now I kind of want to see that show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just, just, It was really. It was. She was auditioning for that movie, that surfing movie that Gabriel, that Renner did. Not no. Renner. Who do? Who is it? Which I, I get. I get. Jeremy Renner and the Scottish guy confused all the time. You and McGregor? Nope. The what? other Scottish guy. Gerard Butler. Yep.
1: What surfing movie? The one blue something. Yeah, like yeah. premium
2: blue rush. No, I
1: did have an audition for that. Did you really? And I never went because they told me to turn up in a bikini. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> I never, I, I didn't go.
0: Turn up in a, bi- oh, by the way, can you turn up in a bikini?
1: Literally, literally.
0: And the bummer part is a lot of people did. <laughs> yeah. A lot well, of people did. Well, I mean, did. there are people in the movie, so yes. Yeah, people but did show up in a bikini. But they really, I always, with auditions, I, I don't know what it's like with, with I mean, I don't know why I would think that auditioning in England is any different than auditioning here. It does does it feel as kind of gross as it does here or is it better over there somehow?
1: It's different. It's kind of they don't audition as many people. Well, obviously in, in the UK because it's kind of it's smaller. So you get a bit more time in an audition. It depends. I mean, I came here once during pilot season, which is kind of always pretty mad. Yeah. You know, so I was kind of jumping in the car, kind of listening to an Australian accent, like kind of getting into that character. And then you've got a change in the boot of your car and then you drive off to your next audition, kind of doing a Southern American accent. So it's kind of it's, it's mad. But I, I enjoyed it.
0: Can you, how's your American accent?
1: Um, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that in a room full of Americans. Sure you can. Um, what do I say? What's something?
0: You say, say, I sure I sure love these delicious buffalo wings here in America.
1: But you see, if I do this, I'm never going to get a job, am I? That's an American job. <laughs> I sure wait, what, LA accent. Yeah, that's good.
0: Oh, you're good, you're good. Yeah, I'm you got...
1: sure I what is it? Sure. Buffalo wings?
0: I sure love these delicious buffalo wings uh, here in America.
1: American I sure love those buffalo wings here in America.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, that works. Okay? It works. It totally works. What's the key to the American accent? Is um, it...
1: apparently it's ours mm-hmm. for English people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also I got told to um say everything as if you're kind of like right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. right. I guess if you're if you're, <laughs> if you're if you're in England, everything sounds a bit like a question, doesn't it? True, very true. Because you're always checking in with people. Yeah. Am I saying like this like right? Looking for
1: a bit of reassurance. Is this okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, very polite, and I'm but sorry. But here, the if, this is okay, isn't it? Like that's <laughs> yeah. how
0: we say it in America. <laughs> sort of rhetorical. I don't want you to answer me. I just want you to make eye contact. uh Do you? Do you? Have you spent any other time here other than Los Angeles? Have you been to New York? Have you been to any other places in America?
1: Yeah, I've spent a little bit of time in New York, kind of four or five days here and there. And um, like we drove up up the Pacific Coast Highway up to oh, San Francisco, nice. and um, so yeah. It's great. It
2: really is nice. You could just drive off that cliff at any moment. <laughs> you are just doomsayer today. Well, I'm just saying, did you notice that <laughs> when you're driving, you're like, what happens if I accidentally just fall off a cliff? Will anyone notice? That's <laughs> what I wonder.
0: That's OK. So basically, here's what we've gotten from you yeah. two times now, uh-huh, Matt. Uh-huh. Both times there was some horrible <laughs> thing that you were afraid was going to happen to you. Yeah. And then you were concerned about the aftermath. Yeah. What, like, would there be a special about what's me? What's the episode would, like? Would people notice? Who shows up at
2: my funeral? Like, are you too busy? Are you doing stand up somewhere? And you I'll can't be go? performing somewhere. I can't go to your <laughs> funeral. I'm sorry. I wanted to
0: be there. But I, I had to go perform That's in Michigan. That's valid.
2: I would understand.
0: You would have wanted it that yeah, way. Yeah, I would have. Chris, I want you to make people laugh. Are you a doomsayer or are you generally upbeat?
1: Um, I was pretty upbeat when I was driving by through the Pacific <laughs> Coast Highway. Sun was shining. You didn't think about falling off whales. into the abyss of the ocean? No, I was kind of listening to like Tracy Chapman fast car and like, you know.
2: <laughs> On repeat for seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> you got <better> a fast car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna drive off the cliff and away Oh, you
2: heard those lyrics too? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go to I don't know if I'm gonna drive or take a train But I'm going to London in May And then gonna pop up to Scotland You should probably take a plane ah. I'm not gonna drive from America okay, just To a- London <laughs> um, But I love
2: London is such a lovely I love it so much It's adorable You know what it is to, to Americans who visit London It's, it's like uh, a theme park Really? Yeah, it's like a giant theme park. Because, you know, if you go to Universal Studios in Hollywood,
1: yeah, that, that,
2: which is a theme park, yeah. right? Part of the theme park is devoted to a tiny Britain. So you walk over there, they have the, they have the mailbox, they have the phone booth, they have uh, pubs. But then you get over to actual London and it's like the biggest theme park in the world. <laughs> and everyone talks like Harry Potter. I'm, I've been sorted
0: into Ravenclaw. Do you know what your house is?
1: Um, the one beginning with S. Slytherin? Slytherin. You're
0: a Slytherin?
1: I don't, I don't know. That's, I don't, yeah.
0: No, wait a minute. I I was under the impression that anyone in England just absorbed all of the Harry Potter books.
1: I enjoyed the films, but I never, I've never read the books. They're fun. I know. Don't worry about it. I think.
2: I don't care about either. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't. I mean, I understand them, you know, they're like, yeah, good job. Good job. Those are enjoyable movies for people, I'm sure. But I'm not on board. It's too much magic.
1: I like the magic. They do have a, th- an, a Harry Potter theme park as well now.
2: Yes, and in, in, in England, because there's one here in, in uh, Orlando, they... Florida, too.
1: Ah, yeah. Well, where is the
2: one you're England. talking about?
1: Near Pinewood Studios, like where they. Oh yes, the Harry yeah.
2: Potter Experience. That was the thing we were gonna try to get Pierce Brosnan to go to us with. Like we were gonna have drag him there, just because he's not James Bond anymore. We're like, well, maybe we'll make him a wizard, but it never worked out. <laughs> Sounded like that didn't really pan out too well for us. It, well, you know, we're just scheduling. It now, Matt, Matt scheduling. has a lot of stories,
0: but I want to talk to Jenna. <laughs> so take it down. Um, what? Uh, where did you grow up? What did you? Wh- what did you study? Let's let's. This is this is your time for people because a lot of people who listen to this show also love Doctor Who. It's a big crossover, and uh, and so a lot of people are going. Who is this? Sprightly young, energetic woman on Doctor Who, so this is your opportunity to tell to tell everyone. So what? Let's let's dig in. Okay. Where, where'd
2: you grow up?
1: Well, let's start at the beginning. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was born. to... <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, start at conception. You
1: will actually like this because I technically really did grow up in a theme park. What? I grew up, I, I Go on. I was born on. in a place called Blackpool, which is which basically is is the pleasure beach, um, which is this huge theme park. Is They've got the biggest roller coaster in Europe called the Big One. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the Big One. The Big One or the Pepsi Max. Okay. The um, Pepsi Max. So if Blackpool is like where I'm from is like this huge kind of holiday resort. So people, when you say you're from Blackpool, think you live next door to the Pleasure Beach or grew up like in the Pleasure Beach. And it's famous for like rock. You know rock? No. no. A stick of rock.
0: Like is that, a sweet oh,
2: candy? Like rock. candy? Yeah, rock candy. candy.
1: Okay. Yeah, That's Blackpool rock. That's what it's famous for. So that's where I'm from. And my granddad worked on the promenades and kind of, um, you know, like the hoopla stalls yeah, yeah. and all that kind of thing, and tells you your horoscopes. And that's that's, that's really yeah, that's yeah. so much fun. Uh-huh.
0: Did you ever go out there and work the work the boardwalk?
1: Yeah, I did. When I, when I was like 14, it was my it was my summer job. So you kind of have to go out and try to talk to people and get them to come and play the hoopla <laughs> stall, even though you can never ever win. <gasps> oh yeah, that, that's kind of an insider's secret.
0: I've wasted hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah.
1: My granddad had a brilliant... He's got the most amazing stories. And I love this story because there was this... um, He was saying one day there was this lady who came and she was spending so much money on on the stalls to the point where it got to like hundreds of pounds. And he said to her... and He kind of took her aside and said, look, you need to stop because you're not going to win. And she was like... She said, my husband's been cheating on me. And this this is basically his (laughs) cash. So she was like, (laughs) stop. Like, wasting his money, like throwing at this hoopla stall trying to win a teddy bear. Oh my
0: God. That's amazing.
1: That's where I'm from. so then you said step right up <laughs>
0: what were those uh, is, is that is that a seasonal thing is that is it just like summers
1: yeah summers are kind of pretty big because it gets the weather's not great, but um yeah, so it's like opens up as like a big holiday summer resort
0: Is it still a good place to go or is it like is it uh mm,
1: it's the 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 pleasure beach is still going, but it's kind of yeah it's kind of died a bit now because people kind of go to Europe or to America yeah. and you know
0: you know what way. you know what the pleasure beach sounds like? That sounds like the setting for that hit show, Men on Waves.
1: <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch this to Steven.
0: <laughs> Men on Waves. It's got to appear somewhere in the show at some point. It
1: probably will. It must do. Steven's full of them. All of the kind of amigrants are all kind of peppered in all of the scripts everywhere.
0: Sure, yeah. Well, Torchwood, Doctor Who. Uh-huh. There's, that's the only one I know. I was, I was hoping someone <laughs> Men else. Men on Waves. Men on Waves. From the what was, um,
1: Karen's was Panic Moon.
2: Panic Moon, Yes. That's it's right. Like Men on Waves sounds like a super group with like Duran Duran, aha, uh-huh, and Flock of Seagulls got together and became Men on Waves.
0: <laughs> and they're playing at the Pleasure Beach. Oh my god, I love it. That's exactly where they would play. What did you audition with scenes from the show or was it did you meet or, or was it did he just kind of write something for you to
1: um, I, in it, I I started with an audition um, to play a kind of a Victorian governess kind of very Mary Poppins-esque like, we, like um, you saw the character in the Christmas special yeah. so that was going to be the companion for the entire series was going to be this character who's very kind of you know telling the doctor what to do and la 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 and, and, um, and then they, as I was auditioning basically everything changed and Stephen decided on something different so then I had another audition and I had three characters to play at this one audition and I didn't understand anything about it I was like they clearly just don't know what they want because I'm playing like three different characters like who's the companion kind of thing but they couldn't really explain anything so um it was a case of just turning up and Matt was in this audition and they were like you're trying loads of different accents and different characters and basically just letting me and Matt kind of play together
0: that's fun. It
1: was really fun. It was fun. It was a fun audition.
0: See, that's way better. There are no fun auditions in the States. <laughs> it's just a room full of dour people in suits who are just like, go.
1: Well, we were in like the basement of the BBC and um, I, I arrived and then everybody left and kind of just left me and Matt in a room on our own together. And, you know, we we're like, hey, hey, kind of, you know, playing it cool. And then basically just ran around the room playing scenes from Doctor Who um, and kind of had that freedom and then everybody came back in 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 their suits and uh, we just kind of played. That's really fun. Yeah.
0: Oh my god that's that makes me so happy to know that the audition for the show was that light. Yeah it's great. And then did you uh, I mean obviously it's the the chemistry is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Did you sort of feel that right off the bat or did you was there a little bit of like oh let's play around we'll find it.
1: No it's Do you know what I think was really good is that I wasn't massively familiar with the show before and I didn't know Matt before. So I kind of didn't know him as the doctor. So I didn't know, I couldn't kind of preempt him. I didn't know what he was going to throw at me. So then Matt kind of switched into doctor mode. So everything I prepared went out the window and he was kind of running around being the doctor. And he kind of threw me, but in a great way so that we both, it just felt really, really spontaneous and kind of we both didn't know what each other was going to do and it kind of... You know, it just went loads of different places. And I think, because Steven didn't want me to watch the show after that either. He was really keen for me to kind of come in as the companion and see everything fresh and um, and go from there. That is
0: such an interesting idea because, I mean, one of the things that keeps the show fresh over and over again is that everyone's different. All the characters are different. All the interactions are different. Yeah. You can love, you know an interaction between a previous Doctor and a different companion and still love the current Doctor and a new companion. and Yeah. And part of the way I guess maybe he does that is by don't focus on anything else. Just take it from how you want to do it.
1: Yeah, because I, I, watched, I watched The 11th Hour with um, Karen and Matt, and then from that moment, I kind of decided not to watch anymore because I felt like I just might pick up on something. Um, but I suppose that is the role of the companion is you're seeing everything for the first time. You're kind of visiting an alien planet for the first time.
0: Yeah. so. But she seems pretty unfazed.
1: Yeah, I think um, uh, I think I think she's kind of that's kind of like the beauty of her in a way. Like you know, we've had all these things saying like she's a match for the doctor and she's kind of she's a challenge. But I think it's the kind of thing like she doesn't kind of wear a heart on her sleeve too much. Um, but she's kind of like she has something to offer, um, as well.
0: Well, she's, it's. Are you? Do you have comedy training at all, or did you have improv training or anything?
1: No, not really.
0: Because you're funny on the show. Oh, and you,
1: good! I like that. Thanks. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's like a real, it's, it's different. Like it's, it's a new, it's a new, fresh, fun, playful energy, and, uh, and you can talk so fast.
1: I really can. ADR is a nightmare. <laughs> you have to match your,
0: you have to match your lip flaps.
1: Oh my god! I can't, I can't keep up with myself in ADR. I kind of make life quite difficult. I talk really fast.
0: Did you were you aware of that, or does he, did, did Stephen push you to?
1: No, I'm aware now because I've been in the ADR studios back in London for a couple of weeks. But um, I think I think that's what he, I think that, that is apparently what Stephen quite liked about um, the the Doctor and, and Clara together.
2: Yeah. Did the, they cut together the first episode and go, we're 12 minutes short? <laughs> <laughs> can you just talk a little bit slower what so we can try this? so we're gonna reshoot these
0: scenes? Can <laughs> you talk a little bit slower? But it's interesting because you know the the the. The doctor has basically just come off this uh this relationship with a companion where he was very sort of fatherly
1: mm-hmm.
0: um even though he's hooked up with her daughter but anyway uh the <laughs> very fatherly, but with you, there's definitely like you guys seem to be pretty evenly
1: yeah,
0: and there was a little bit of there's a little bit of stuff stuff a little bit of a little bit of kissy stuff,
1: yeah. Yeah, there was quite a lot of kissy stuff. That was a really fun day, actually, because um, uh, it was basically, we played around with, with the scene on how many different reactions can the doctor have to a kiss. So there should be so many outtakes from that. Like, we did somewhere the doctor kind of, like, found himself kind of really enjoying it. And then somewhere he was the doctor and didn't quite know what to do. And so there should be, we kind of did loads of different things and then let them pick from the edit which one they wanted to go with.
0: I wish the BBC would just release, like, just a montage of all the different reactions, just ten reactions. Of the so doctor being sure there kissed, are,
1: there were so many. We we spent hours doing that scene. Actually, it'll
0: but, be on the Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. The uh, the it's no one at least. I mean, River kind of had that a little was sort of evenly matched with him, but almost in a um I don't know. It it it, it was more like they were so familiar. Like, her character was so familiar with his, and it was very much like we've been married for so long. Yeah. Don't you even remember? You know, but yours is almost like, um, like you met, a, you met someone at a party and like, oh, this person's fun. And then you hook up, but then you're also playing it cool at the same yeah. time.
1: It's, it's great as well because going into the, kind of what really, because oh, we saw the first episode the other day for the first time with the screening we had in London. And me and Matt hadn't seen it yet, but what um Stephen has set up for this series basically is that it's kind of like the way I see it is it's these two people that are kind of magnetically attracted to each other. But, the doctor, she is an unsolved mystery, an unsolved equation that the doctor can't figure out. And there's kind of nothing that gets him more than that, that he doesn't have the answer. And basically, to her, he's this madman who's turned upon her door dressed as a monk. And like offered her all of time and space. So you've got these people who really get on and really really like each other, but at the same time they're kind of looking at each other, and the whole time they're like, "Who are you? Who are you? Who are you?" So there's this kind of underlying tension and story that's going to thread through the whole series, which I think is it's, it's going to be great, hopefully. And you're, um, you're going to get a really good payoff at the end of the series as well.
0: Oh, I'm so excited!
1: The woman who died twice and the impossible girl, and it's kind of all this feeding through the next series. <laughs> I oh. saw the
0: first episode too. It's great. I've oh, seen it. I loved it. Oh, good, um, it's good. And this this will go up. Oh, I don't know. Should I put this up? I should probably put this up before. I wonder if I should put this up before or right after. Maybe I'll put it up right before. <laughs> trying to figure out if we should talk about... They'll tell us when
2: they want us to put it up.
0: Yeah, I know. But if we talk about the episode, then I, we can't put it up before. So right. if we don't talk about the episode... But
2: I'm pretty sure they wanted it to air before the episode.
0: Okay, so we won't talk any specifics of the episode. Okay. But I love the...
2: Which, this is this
0: has happened <laughs> up to this point anyway. But just the idea that she's... Not thrown at all by him. Yeah, there's obviously something crazy going on. There's something weird. There's some. There's some timey wimey thing going on with her. There has to be because she's just too. I don't know. She's just not freaked out by him at not all. At
1: all. And I think that's the thing that gets him as well. Like kind of kind of used to. Um, he's kind of used to that element of surprise and being able to kind of charm people like that. But she's kind of just by his side, kind of being like, "Cool, okay." We'll
2: Nobody, great. Nobody's as freaked out by the doctor as they should be. Like, what do you think about it? <laughs> Everyone's like, mm, okay, I'm I on know, board.
0: I know, yeah. <laughs> Let's well, go. Especially like our, the, those episodes with Rory's dad where he's like, okay, you're in a time machine. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love him. He yeah. was
1: great, wasn't
0: he? <laughs> it was fantastic. It was where if you did step into a box that was bigger on the inside and someone was like, oh, I'm an alien. This
2: is a time machine. You'd be like...
0: Jesus! Like you, you would, you'd pass yeah, out. Yeah, you'd have
2: a pile of dead companions who'd had a heart attack <laughs> when they walk into the TARDIS. The TARDIS is powered on dead companions. They just pitch
0: <laughs> yeah. them in uh, the, all the ones that had heart attacks. And if you don't have a heart attack when you see it, that's then how he knows. Yeah, you stick okay, around, You're
2: good. And you find the pool.
1: So then maybe there's a secret room somewhere.
0: There's a it's lot of secret dark, rooms, isn't it?
1: Darker, Doctor, <laughs> Doctor, Who.
0: Ma- I mean, Moff- oh, emo Doctor. Uh, well, I think he gets there sometimes. I think Moffat. I just—I keep wanting him to show one more room in the TARDIS at some point.
1: We are doing an episode this series called "Journey to the Center of the TARDIS," where (laughs) we basically we explore the entire TARDIS. (gasps) But but the TARDIS is infinite, so there's kind of infinite number of rooms. But you actually really do get to explore and get to see all of it and go kind of into the center to the heart of the TARDIS and see what's there.
0: I don't—I know this wasn't necessarily your goal for this trip, Jenna, (laughs) but you've just made my day so much better that's fantastic information I've always wanted to know
2: I've always wanted to see that I can't wait for someone to do a technical manual on it like Matt has one does he really?
1: well not on the entire TARDIS but like when he first got the job he got given kind of what all the um, the knobs and things do on the TARDIS he has, like, an instruction manual for the actual TARDIS, and he studied it and kind of, you know, I don't know if, I hope he wasn't winding me up, because I completely bought it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they should release that
0: as a man. They should release
2: that no, as a No, I'm sure someone's going to write it, right?
1: But, like, I kind of go, what does that one do? And Matt will be like, well, this is the um, infibrillator, blah, 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 blah. And he actually knows. Yeah, unless he is actually completely winding me up.
2: <laughs> we'll know I as soon as this know. episode comes out. No, it seems like they, whoever would, you know, the guys on set that built... Tardis. Would, that feels like something know.
0: Moffat would want him to do. Yeah, they'd be like, yeah. okay, like this, 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 really, this, this, this. you need to really understand how this works yeah. so that it doesn't feel random yeah. every time. And he
1: had to give me lessons as well because you know, it got to like I think I, I've been on the job kind of like about four months, but we'd never done the Tardis takeoff and landing. Mm-hmm. And um, so Matt did it, and he looked at me and he was like, Jen, and I was like, huh? And he's like, you. We, t- we just took off. <laughs> I, was like, I was, like, standing still, kind of going, sorry? what?" Like TARDIS
0: driver's ed.
1: Yeah, and he's like, no, no, no. So when I do this, you know, we've taken off. So, like, he had to kind of give me a lesson on, like, the takeoff acting and the landing acting.
0: That's really funny. Have you been to the TARDIS uh, museum in London?
1: No, I haven't. But I live opposite in um, Cardiff, the Doctor Who experience. I can see it from my bedroom window.
2: Oh!
1: But I, have, I haven't been yet.
2: You live in one of John Barrowman's apartments?
1: No, uh, Karen lived in his apartment. Um, no, I, I haven't.
2: I'm pretty sure he owns Cardiff at this point. <laughs>
1: no.
2: That's really funny that people
0: can walk out of the Doctor Experience, and if they know where to look, yeah, you're just, you just you should them. just you should just stand creepily in the window and just not move and see if people freak out. If
2: someone's smart, they've heard this. They also live near the experience, and they put a cardboard cutout of you in their window.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, were you pre- are you prepared for what's Going to happen to your life now hope so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just in terms of
1: um I, I think so I mean I'm kind of just taking it as it, as it comes really, but i mean it's been it's just been a stupid amount of fun it's just it's a really cool job, the kind of things that you get to do every day and it's amazing from when we rapped last year like life seemed kind of really dull afterwards because yeah. you're literally you spend you know I was like where are the cybermen like what's going on kind of why have I not got like you know, why am I not running down a corridor right now? Why am I not <laughs> being chased by something? And kind of the everyday starts to become kind of quite normal after you do a job like Doctor Who. So um, I'm just kind of enjoying it, really.
0: Do you have to wait till Christmas? The Cybermen always show up at Christmas. Ha- yeah, they-
1: again, we have Cybermen this series. Oh, I'm so excited. I can tell you this is it's fine. I can tell you all this. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no, so it's fine. fine. Okay, good. Yeah, no. That was kind of to reassure myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> are we? Uh, yeah, uh, well, will we'll check. The, the BBC will have to approve it, but are I'm you fine the, with are it. Are you
2: the companion that finally realizes how slow they move? <laughs> they <Stay> are
1: <laughs> fast this year. I oh like no! that much?
2: Like slow and fast zombies. Oh, I don't like that. Fast Cybermen.
0: Did you? Uh, uh, have, have you? Wait, the episodes. Of, are you starting to get recognized around London yet?
1: not much again we we we, we just, Matt, just <laughs> you say this.
2: that disappointedly
1: <laughs> but it's the question most people ask me and uh-huh. again like are you kind of you know your, your life's going to change and are you really prepared and like it really hasn't apart from like I say I've got this really cool job and I, I kind of do interviews and stuff and other than that it kind of feels the same so far so I don't know if it will change but I've got this theory that I'm not going to get recognized as much because I'm short
2: <laughs> what? That's not a terrible theory. I can see where she's coming from Yeah, with that. thank you. Because
1: yeah. a lot of... But you see, with Matt, you can see Matt a mile off, and he's got a really distinctive walk. Mm-hmm. So you can see him. You can tell yeah. it's him. You can tell it's Doctor Who from behind. And
0: even. he has very distinctive hair and a very yeah. distinctive head. whereas
1: I'm short, so most people kind of look down, like, or look uh, straight yeah. over me.
2: Through a sea of Clara's. <laughs> yeah, but then I, bet, I bet Karen's, like, super tall and yeah. a redhead, so yeah, she yeah. probably got recognized all the time.
1: yeah. We'll see. Cut to Comic Con. This is interesting. (laughs) I might. I might. Oh well,
2: I I think you know.
0: I do remember that. um, I do remember talking to Matt about in London. He's like, when they when they came to New York that first time Mm. for the premiere, and people were camped out for two days and losing their minds. He was like, "It's not like this over there." Yeah. I mean, it'll. That for the first time that happens, I think you know
2: it'll be like, oh, jeez.
1: Yeah, I think I was filming in Cardiff till December. I've kind of been away and doing like stuff in London, so I think I'm yet to experience that side of it. Really,
2: we were. She was asking us about Comic Con when we shot with her in uh, in London, and Matt and I were trying to explain it. We think you should just put a mask on and walk the floor. There's no dress up and walk the floor. Yeah, there's. You no... can't walk
0: the floor as yourself. You wouldn't be able to walk the floor as yourself. People, you you would. It'll be like Beetlemania. It'd be Claramania. Yeah. <laughs> so what would happen? Oh
2: God damn it! There's already a T-shirt mashup happening right now.
0: <laughs> well, it is. I mean, it's it's like that's the that's where all the fans will be. It'll it'll blow your mind the first time you see it. But I think in a fun way.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. going
2: to you... be locked in a hotel room the whole time, just staring out at
1: people?
2: <laughs> <laughs> what did you study? Did you did you? Uh... Did you did you
0: study acting in school, or what did you, or did you just start acting like right out of?
1: Um, I I got my first job when I was auditioning for drama school, so I, I kind of sidestepped the drama school and then kept on working.
2: Oh wow! When you yeah. sidestepped, did you say later, suckers? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, no. Oh. <laughs> no, I uh, yeah. So I I just started working and then it kind of it went from there.
0: And so, what type of what types of jobs? Like, Do you feel like up to this point, there was a certain type of job that you were getting all the time, and this is sort of a departure from that, or does this fit in?
1: I Yeah, kind of the last two years, I was doing a lot of um, period dramas, so this is why I fit like, you know, kind of for being on the run. You know, I've, I've kind of spent two years kind of in corsets, and um, uh, so th- this is a massive departure from that. They probably
2: hired you because there's less material than putting Keira Knightley in a fucking thing, because she's so, <laughs> like, oh, she's short. What's-
1: <laughs> it's cheaper. <laughs>
0: Well, there's two, there, there's a whole industry in England of just, you could just do, you could just do period dramas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And more, and especially since, I think since Downton Abbey as well, like, you know, more and more and more getting made all the yeah. time.
0: Did you watch Downton Abbey? Yeah, I did. I haven't, I saw a few episodes of the first season, but yeah, I just. i
1: seen the first season.
0: How is it? They have to
2: watch it. It's like, you get, ch- you're a chimney sweep when you're 11 and 12. <laughs> and then when you're 13, you watch Harry Potter. 14, you watch EastEnders. <laughs> 15... A little Top Gear, and then when you're 16, that's when they make you watch Downton Abbey.
0: <laughs> well, are there some good? What are some good British other other British television shows that? Uh, or do you do you? You probably don't even have time to watch television anymore. Um,
1: oh, I've just been watching Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm I've, sorry. I'm up that's up not English. Uh, oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I'm up to. I'm basically. I'm, I'm as far as I can watch at the moment. Waiting for the next bit to come out.
2: Eight more episodes. <sighs> I know. Mm. I can't wait for someone to talk about those episodes after they air. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that's going (laughs) to
0: happen. That's the network. That's the other network I work for in the states. Okay, has Breaking Bad.
1: Ah, okay. So,
0: do you watch Walking Dead at all?
1: No, Matt. Matt is into this at the moment, but I haven't seen any of it.
0: It's like a period piece, but without uh, corsets and zombies.
2: Without corsets, but ads on, but ad zombies, yeah.
1: So not zombies not in corsets.
2: Not Pride and Prejudice and zombies.
1: Right.
2: That's, did you read Pride and
0: Prejudice and zombies? No. Someone, uh, so when all these sort of supernatural characters started gripping our culture, again, there was a resurgence of vampires and werewolves and zombies. And people went through and, you know, like made Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Or they rewrote all these Jane Austen books with zombies in them. So yeah, pride, they're, they're pride making and Prejud- a
1: film of it. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. they are.
0: I think they are making a film of it. Yeah. Why not? You should, uh, have you ever done a horror movie?
1: No, I haven't. I you gotta, haven't. You
2: gotta do a horror movie
1: one time. I did a short film, um, which is kind of a horror movie, kind of being kind of chased by an alien.
2: Yeah, I don't like it.
1: But not in a Doctor Who way. It was quite dark.
2: What was it? What was it? It
1: It's called Imaginary
0: Forces. (gasps)
1: Where can we see Imaginary I don't know. I've never seen
0: it. Is it Imaginary, Imaginary Forces? Maybe. Maybe I just imagined the whole thing. (laughs) I mean, it's, when you think about, because, you know, you were going to go to drama school and there's drama school acting, but I don't think anything can really prepare you for what what I imagine the Doctor Who schedule is like, which is... You have a few days to shoot a lot of stuff. Yeah. And you're working like 14 hours a day.
1: Yeah. 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 It's fast. It's really really fast. But it's kind of it works best that way and it's kind of really exhilarating. But it's kind of like technical things Um, like running but remembering not to get so into it that you lose all of your awareness of the camera team around you and headbutt the camera like I did. <laughs> what? On my first like on my first <laughs> week. The thing is you get kind of you know, you're being chased and you're kind of getting into the, like, you know, being scared and I'm running and I got kind of far too into it that I kind of completely lost my bearings and then headbutted the camera. Oh uh,
2: it's gonna so be so such a you good know, it's like, reel.
1: It's like technic- technically it's a completely different job as well.
0: Do you have to uh, are, are you do you work so you work all day, and then how do you spend a lot of time at night? Like, because you have you, there's a lot of technical jargon for you, and I imagine there's going to be more coming up.
1: That well, to be honest, Matt has is Matt really that has the kind of the technical jargon? I asked him how he learned it actually, and he was like, he learns it in kind of a song, like a like a rhythm, and um, he's like, so he'll when he's got to be like the the. The deflatable blah blah, blah blah. I keep going blah blah blah, but imagine this is like yeah, they are technical jargon. terms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so to kind of to learn that kind of stuff, he says it in a way like I'm going to the shop to buy some chews and la 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 and learns it in kind of a way that he can understand, and then puts like all the jargon into it, and that's how he gets it into his head. So it's like saying something completely normal and natural for him as the doctor.
0: That's really cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but my um, my it's kind of no, it's okay for me jargon wise. Really, I'm normally the one going what. Why? <laughs> <You know>? uh, <laughs> what does that mean?
0: <laughs> Do you? Uh, how much time did you spend in Cardiff? Was it like not? Were you, were you there pretty much for the whole year?
1: Yeah, like I was there for about seven, eight months last year. Oh wow,
0: That's a lot of time to be in Cardiff. I've never been to Cardiff. I always I want to go. I at least
2: just want to.
1: You got, You should come to Cardiff.
2: I will. Isn't it in Wales?
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm
2: not, I'm not allowed in Wales. <laughs> what? Not allowed in Wales. Why? I would just make fun of the alphabet. Constantly. It's ridiculous. Why? The Welsh language. Have you ever read anything in Welsh? Who reads anything in Welsh? Listen, sometimes when you're antique shopping, you mm-hmm. come oh. across some Welsh... Have you seen way. Matt's favorite show, Bargain <laughs> Hunt? Yeah.
1: Bargain Hunt? Yeah,
2: it's the greatest show ever. 12.15 every day, BBC One.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen it.
2: Well, take a look. If you're ever at home, not doing anything...
1: 12:15. You know, it's funny, as
2: I was talking to Arthur Darville about this... After he stopped watching, after Doctor Who wrapped up for him, he found himself at home watching Bargain Hunt every day. So were you guys nerding out over Bargain Hunt? Yeah, we talked about it a bit. I mean, it's fun. It's a great show. You should watch it.
0: In Bargain Hunt, two teams go antique shopping, Yep,
2: and then they have to come back. With an expert appraiser with them.
1: I have seen this. I have seen it.
2: Yeah, it's great, right?
1: Yeah, and oh, yeah. And, then, and then, they,
2: then everything goes into auction and then they win whatever the profits are.
1: Yeah, or if they're really bad at it, they lose money. Yeah. That's what happened to But the they day don't have I to pay
2: them. out money. Usually they'll win, like the winning team will win, like seven pounds.
1: Chris looks really depressed right now.
2: <laughs> He's always depressed. Because Matt doesn't
0: shut up about bargain hunting. Yes, he thinks it's the greatest show. It's fucking issue. amazing. It's not. It's good, it's, I'm sure it's fine. There's a
2: translation missing. I think they need to, we need to do it over here. Someone needs to do it correctly over here. They tried it it was not good. Are you wearing
0: all green for St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, why?
2: Oh, that's adorable. That's what you do. I'm from Boston. We have to do this. Do you celebrate St. Patrick's Day?
1: Mm, I don't personally, but um, a lot of people in London do.
0: (laughs) I don't either. (laughs) And it's going to be awful here tonight in Los Angeles.
2: Yeah, don't go out. Really? No,
0: don't. People are already drunk and it's 1130 in the morning right now.
2: My favorite bar, uh, which is an Irish pub it's called Tom Bergen's, they opened at 6 a.m.
1: Wow, really? Yeah.
0: And they'll close at 2 in the morning and some people will be there the entire time. I mean, I honestly think Americans think that St. Patrick is the patron saint of alcohol poisoning <laughs> because it's so it's so intense. He was just the guy who
2: converted some pagans in the four hundreds. He banished the snakes from from Ireland and he will banish all the booze from your stomach at the end See, of the See,
0: This is a this is a, This is a Doctor Who this is a Doctor Who storyline is that you guys go back, you meet Saint Patrick,
2: and the doctor's wearing a green bow tie, and Saint Patrick's like, I hate green. It's my least favorite color. But then when he banishes the snakes, you find out they're just reptilian aliens. That's what he's actually banishing. Why are you writing this
0: down,
1: Jenna? I know. Jenna. I was just about to say, I'm going to get my pad and pen out and I, we can send it to Steve. You
2: need to be taking notes I and know, tell seriously, Steve.
1: It's, it's all going in. I'm <laughs> I'm Digesting it all. It's magic, We've going never on
2: right been here. lied to more charmingly.
0: Are you thinking in Doctor Who in the sense that would you, like, would you go out? Do you go, oh, look, that looks like a TARDIS. Oh, that, that looks like a Silurian. Oh, look, that looks like
1: you a. Do a little bit. Like it does take over, like it does take over your life. I really liked. I'm going to sound a bit sad here, but I really like to walk around London and kind of like imagine what would happen if you, you know the Tardis just popped up and you kind of the Doctor sat there like. You know. <laughs> but
0: if 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 the Doctor showed up and there was a Tardis,
1: would you get in it? I'd probably have a heart attack and then I'd be added to the pile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You'd
2: be the pile in the Tardis.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you would
2: never. You would never. I don't know. I mean it really depends on what my life situation is. But then
1: it'd be a really bad T V show. Right. <laughs> if if
2: never it's just a doctor in search of a companion.
1: But it's just You're a dating show. Anywhere.
0: It's just an intergalactic
2: oh dating my show. God. Next Red Nose Day, they should just do a short where <laughs> just he keeps trying to find a companion, they keep having heart attacks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you think the doctor do you think that's a character that he can never have a girlfriend? He could never ever have a girlfriend. It's he's he had like a wife. The, But but sort yes and yes he did, but their marriage was binding. I know, but <laughs> but I still feel like you know he's that classic Greek tragic hero that has he, to help everyone else, but he's always going to be
1: lonely. Yeah, like I, don't, I mean, yeah, he's always going to be he's always going to be the doctor. I don't, I think he's kind of you know he has to kind of retain that kind of you know he's really cool, but then he's also kind of bit Mister Bean as well that kind of bumbling, <laughs> you know, you know, you can imagine can you imagine him on a date? Like, at a table, and I think Stephen even said he was thinking of, this was, like, way back. I hope he still isn't thinking of doing it, but, like, the doctor on a date, and, you know, the lights are going dim, and he doesn't understand, and it's, like, that kind of, you know, that kind of, that humor, he kind of just doesn't get it quite right.
0: Right. Do you think that, uh, uh, have you, have you, does he remind you of anyone that, does that character remind you of anyone that you've ever dated?
1: No. I've never, I've never really been on a date. What? I don't know. No, it's different in England. Like you kind of. Do you meet up at a pub asked, or something? I got asked on a date once when I was like 17, 18. And I was so terrified. And I really didn't want to go on a date with this guy. So, oh, it's awful. I pretended that I didn't know it was a date.
2: Poor guy. Oh <laughs> should have just said no.
1: I I know. But, he, you know, you put on the spot. And then I didn't. I, yeah. So that doesn't really count as a date.
2: No, it doesn't. <laughs> that's. But that. to
0: be fair, that's what. A girl does if she doesn't really want to.
2: If she doesn't really want it to be a date.
1: Yeah, and then it's just drinks. Because if you really, what, well, if, if you
0: really liked the guy, you would have gone.
2: Yeah. Uh, Kiki, when she was asked to go on a date by Jeff Goldblum, she brought her sister. Your girlfriend went on a date with Jeff Goldblum yep. with her sister. Well, she took her sister because same situation.
0: (laughs) She didn't really want to go on the date. Now, Jeff Goldblum seems like a guy like would be going on a date with a doctor. Be like, why, why, why why are the the lights dimming? I don't understand why why, why are the lights dimming. (laughs) Jeff Goldblum would have made a great doctor.
2: Well, not so great because he couldn't fix that fly machine situation. Well, yeah, yeah, (laughs) or the dinosaurs.
0: That's so funny that you've never been on a date. So what happens? You just meet at a pub
2: in in groups, or
1: yeah? Is I mean, it? Don't get me wrong. I think people in England do go on dates. I just
2: yeah, I just they have, have eharmony.co.uk. Yeah, <laughs> I just Facebook. Yeah, I mean,
0: de- de- going on dates is genuinely uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, not into it.
0: That's, that's do you think that's kind of a British thing of like of of avoiding like just not.
1: I think it's you know I'm, it's awkward silences for me. That's what I used to be most terrified of when I was younger, awkward silence. And I think that's the uh, like a date thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, let's have one now.
1: No, oh, I knew you'd do this. I'm just going to keep on talking so we can't. Stiff have one. upper lip, if come just on. If I keep on talking, then it just can't happen. So anyway, I Doctor just, Who. Uh. <laughs> I just uh, oh.
0: do you um wanna order appetizers or <laughs> <laughs> Oh god Oh god
1: This is like the most awkward date ever, isn't
0: it? Well you have to understand that you coming on the podcast is basically like a first date with a pod with the podcast. Okay. Because everyone's getting to know you. So it's sort of so, so this, is, this is exactly what a first date situation would be like. It would be talking. Uh, what do you like to do? And how's the... So
1: what do you do in your spare time? Oh, um, hi. Uh, I'm nervous. I can, I
2: can answer that question for him. He works in his spare time. Yeah, I work all the time. <laughs> I work all the time. I don't really have a lot of spare time. Too bad. You should get some.
0: I wouldn't know what to do with it. Are you good with spare time? No. It's weird, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Then you're just left alone
0: with your thoughts. Who wants that?
1: I like to do stuff. Me too. six
2: to eight hours of spare time a week.
0: It's great. (laughs) 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 I just can't. Even if I'm, you know, even as much as I travel, if I'm in a hotel room and I don't have to work until like 8 p.m. that night, I am doing computer work. Like, I just can't.
1: You can't stop. Mm Mm-mm. What, an, what about? Oh, I was about to say, what about Sunday? Here we are. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Sunday, and then my um, the show that I I do a show that follows The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. where we talk about The Walking Dead, and it uh, that shoots that's on Sundays. It literally
2: follows The Walking Dead in two
0: ways. <laughs> it does, yeah, yeah. yeah. So with I, so I work on Sundays, and then usually during the when I'm not doing that, I'm doing stand up on Fridays and Saturdays. So yeah. it's it's nonstop. Pretty ridiculous. What are you gonna do when you? What, what, what do you try to do with your time off when you have time off?
1: Mm, well, to be honest, it hasn't been much. Like since I've started this, especially since I've started the show, there hasn't been a, there hasn't been a great deal, but kind of travel, really, um, kind of holidays and travel and yeah. Where do you want really, like
2: to go? Where do you want to go? Yeah. That's where I wanna... really
1: want to go. I want to go to Italy this summer. All right.
2: I right. like Italy. I mean, I was hoping for Disney World, but I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Italy's cool too, I guess. What uh, what part of Italy do you want to go to?
1: I want to get a car and drive around. Um, I want to go to Florence, and that's
2: good, I guess. You visit the new pope? You can go to the Vatican. <laughs> oh, that's right. Hang out with Frankie. Pope Francis the first. Yeah,
0: Frankie. <laughs> Frankie. Hey, Frankie. Popes. Frankie I've never pope. <laughs> I've been to Venice and I've been to Milan, and uh, and Italian was my language in college. That that was the language I studied in college. And I remembered some of it. But then they start talking at you really fast.
1: Oh, and then you try, and then it kind of, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, because you, you know, you have that. Did you take another language? Spanish. You studied Spanish. Do okay. you still speak it?
1: Um, no, I remember, um, I remember like the first four lines of my, uh, o- my Spanish oral test. Which was? Durante las vacaciones fui con y durante el día las monumentas en la ciudad. Oh, oh. Yeah.
0: That's, you're going to do well in Los Angeles. Um, with that one. During,
1: during the holidays, I went to Spain with my family and visited monuments in the city.
0: Oh, my God. That totally reminds me of those language. Yeah, we had to do those language labs, too. And it was just all touristy stuff. Like, uh, Where's uh, the bathroom? Dove telefono, Dove le telefono qui El lago maggiore. Uh, o, o studiato alla scuola, like it was a lot of. I studied at school. I went to college. Is there a telephone nearby? Yeah. Can you hail me a cab? Oh. Can you hail me a cab? Why can't you hail your own cab? Because I'm American. There's a language barrier, not nope. a
2: physical barrier of I'm you putting dumb. your hand out
0: to a cab. <laughs> Please help me. My roommate is bleeding.
2: <laughs> so, oh, that's a guts important. That's an important so one. Weird. especially on St. Patrick's Day. Italy's lovely.
0: <laughs> Italy's really lovely. I I, uh, 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 took a train through from Venice. Took a train up into uh, Switzerland and then back to to Paris. It was really nice. Do you get to travel a lot in Europe? Like going to Europe for you guys is basically like going to Chicago if you live in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I can get I can get to like Paris in under two hours. You can go. I've been Paris for lunch and then you come back to London again.
2: I've been to Vegas for lunch. Oh, gross! Same difference.
0: <laughs> Except <laughs> Paris is awesome. You went to the, I Paris, went to the hotel Paris hotel in Las. Have you been to Las Vegas. Vegas yet?
1: No, I haven't. Oh, man. So, Yeah, where would you recommend it? Go Las Vegas.
2: Las Vegas is great. It's not it's, great. Okay, for you, because you don't like to gamble or drink. I know, but it's, but, but it's, restaurant wise, they have amazing. They have amazing food in Las Vegas. Yeah, I know, Food's all amazing. All the best restaurants. All the best chefs in the world have restaurants. Is wh- what's Vegas.
0: the equi- what's the British equivalent? Because Las Vegas is basically a place where Piccadilly Circus, <laughs> where everyone. No, 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 no. It's not even Piccadilly Circus. But La- Las Vegas is basically it's like a planet the doctor would visit where it, n- everyone's on their worst behavior.
1: How good would it be to do a Doctor Who episode there?
2: Oh, uh,
0: I love it already. Stephen Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we doing? We're going back and seeing St. Patrick. Yeah, that's why we're going to make men on waves yeah. at Pleasure Beach. <laughs> and then now we have to we have to send the TARDIS to go
1: Vegas. We're, ber- gonna, we're gonna do the episode where everybody has the heart attack and nobody gets on.
0: <laughs> There's no companion. Yeah. Okay, here he, okay, so here's my pitch for Vegas, Doctor Who is that the doctor wants to go back to ancient Egypt, but he accidentally turns up at the Luxor, which is this a pyramid shaped
2: hotel in Las Vegas. You do a whole series there. Then he wants to go to Paris, he ends up at Paris. And he wants to go to New York. He ends up at New He's York. He's not New taking York. a cab. And then, and then, then he the- wants to go to medieval times, and he ends up at the Excalibur. At the Excalibur, yeah. And then and he doesn't have to travel in the Tardis. There's just a blue cab
0: that just takes you guys up and down the strip. People are on their worst behavior in Vegas. It's like it's day. It it's
1: literally like The Hangover.
0: It's exactly like The Hangover
2: every day, and every day Mike Tyson ends yes, up in your hotel you will room. You see people. <laughs> You will see people acting like, yeah. You don't necessarily have to do that.
1: Like time. I'm going to see people today, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. exactly.
2: Every day in Vegas is St. Patrick's Day.
0: <laughs> How much time do you have in Los Angeles?
1: I'm here till Thursday.
0: Oh, you are? And, and are you just doing nonstop press the entire time?
1: Um, pre- yeah, it's pretty busy. Yeah, yeah. We've got quite a bit of press to do. And a couple of my friends live here as well. So um, I get to see them. That's, That's nice. nice. Yeah. What do, you
0: like, what do you like to do in Los Angeles? If you lived here for a couple of months, is there anything that you
2: particularly enjoyed?
1: Um what is there to do in Los Angeles? Kind of what would you what, what should I do? What
2: isn't there to do in Los Angeles? Um uh, kind
1: of I feel like like I've been kind of I've been to the observatory in down to Santa Monica, Venice. Yep. yep. Um go
2: to the tar pits, they're right across the street. go to the Braya Tar pits, look at a statue of a sad elephant.
1: Oh
0: Yeah, a lot of a lot of animals sank in tar and then their remains are across the street. I don't mean current animals, I mean like ancient. Ancient Ancient animals.
1: And you can go see them.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, right across the street. There's a Literally museum. The really? Yeah. A lot of dire wolves and mammoths yeah. and uh, saber tigers. Sabre tigers
2: and that's whatnot. That's actually pretty cool. See? All right, that's something you can do. So, right next to it, Lachma, you can go to the Museum of Art. Which the, is-
0: this is very exciting, uh, and I mean that sarcastically. There is uh, <laughs> basically a giant pit of tar across the street. It's a giant, and it smells like a driveway. Uh, and the tar problem is so bad. That they have to it, it floods under the street and they constantly have to pump it out because this whole area is like the tar is seeping under all all the buildings.
2: Did you park downstairs? You probably got dropped off. But if you park <laughs> if you park downstairs, there's just tar seeping in the walls. Seriously? It's amazing. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. But I mean it's great. That's why um, this side of the building doesn't have plumbing. There's no the bathrooms on this side of the building because of the tar. So you could go to the tar
0: table. pits? What do you do in Los Angeles? I don't know. You could go to Melrose. Where did they put you
2: at? The London? No, she's not going to tell you where she's staying. <laughs> well, I mean, this will be long. She'll be long gone by the time it airs. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. What part of town
0: are you in? Do you know?
1: Um, I am Beverly Hills way. You're
0: in Beverly Hills. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, Beverly Hills is uh, it's, it's good restaurants. It's worth seeing for a minute. There's not really much to do there. It's just all you know, obnoxious rich people and
2: shopping. It's like I'm probably street.
1: just gonna. Drink cocktails with love my friends.
2: Beautiful. Great idea. Where are you going to drink them?
1: <laughs> in the sunshine. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. What's the weather like in England right now?
1: So bad. Like, I was driving around yesterday and I literally just had like my hand out the window to feel that bit of sun.
0: It's pretty great. We were in Michigan yesterday mm-hmm. and it was 30 degrees. I would imagine it was probably
2: snowy. She doesn't understand that 30 degrees. It was uh negative two.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cold.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's you're right. Because thirty-two is freezing for us.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: but you're on the much more convenient metric system. Makes more sense for zero to be freezing. So let's see. You could go to. Well, I mean, I'm. I, Disneyland is so great.
1: Yeah, go to Disneyland. What's wrong with you?
0: Do you have time? You probably don't have time to go to Disneyland. It's an hour away.
1: Yeah, probably not.
0: Does she have time to go to Disneyland?
1: No, looking for permission, Alexis! <laughs> Tuesday? Tuesday. Go Tuesday. Tuesday.
2: I'm going tomorrow. So. OG. Oh, you are. Yeah, I'll let you know. Got it out. Let okay. You know how busy it is.
1: I'm going to. It's the Game of Thrones premiere. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Tomorrow, so I'm going to go watch the first step of that. Nice. Then, exciting. Yeah.
2: Where do they shoot that? Wales. Belfast. Everything's in Wales. Island. Nope.
1: Okay. St. Patrick's Day. Oh my <sighs> God, it's perfect. Watching Game <laughs> of Thrones. Together.
0: I wonder what craziness Tyrion Lannister's up to this season. Everything was pretty messed up at
2: the end of last season. Mm-hmm. I'm Excited, yeah, it's I'm all gonna excited. sort itself out in the first episode, I think, and then the rest of it's just gonna be a happy time of raising <laughs> dragons in peace. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my uh, my friends, the Sklar brothers, refer to Game of Thrones as <laughs> tits with a chance of dragons, <laughs> It's a lot of nudity, and then maybe you'll see a dragon.
1: Also, a bit of death thrown in. There's some death and
0: some sword play. <laughs> It's gonna be a heavily it's gonna be a lot of dragons this season though, I think.
2: I'm looking forward to it.
0: Game of Thrones. Is that a show when you when you uh when you watch stuff, are there shows that you're like, Oh, I could have done that.
1: Um Yeah, yeah. I suppose the shows like that you kind of you watch and you wanna be involved in like Breaking Bad. Yes. Um I yeah, so yeah, sure.
0: Breaking Bad, um I'm sorry it's not gonna be on anymore for you to be on it. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, when Whenever, you know, whenever you're done with Doctor Who, we'll just reboot Breaking Bad. That's what we do in America.
1: We should just, you know, we should just do the pilot of Men on Waves. We should (laughs) get it together.
0: Which, Which was Breaking Bad. That sounds like thematically Breaking Bad. Yeah. Men on Waves.
1: Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah.
0: I'll
2: write it. Maybe it's the, maybe
0: it's the Breaking Bad sitcom Men on Waves. Have you ever wanted to do a, have you ever done a sitcom?
1: No, I haven't. I auditioned for some while I was over here. Yeah. No, I've never, never done one.
0: I see a lot of you could do. You could do a lot of comedy. I see. I think Doctor Who's going to open you up for comedy.
1: Oh, I like that. Good. Okay. I kind of played my first two. The first two jobs that I had, I was a murderer in both of them. Um, <coughs> <laughs> so, comedy is good.
0: <laughs> well, you're funny on the show, so that's why I'm actually the first. I I guessed wrong because when I when the first time I. First time I saw you I was like, oh, they they brought in like someone with like a comedy background. No. That no. was my guess. Did you like a lot of comedy growing up?
1: Um I don't I actually didn't watch telly that much growing up. I really didn't. Um
0: You were on the boardwalk.
1: Simpsons? just yeah. watched everyone watched Simpsons growing yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was on the. I was working, man. Fourteen years old,
0: scamming, scamming old people on the boardwalk.
1: That chimney sweeping at night.
2: <laughs> is Why that what you do? You it? Chimney sweep at night. You can't. You can't see anything. You can't see if you're if you're doing a good job. You can't. Wait look a up minute. A...
1: Night goggles.
0: You <laughs> didn't chimney sweep at all, did you? You don't have black lung. You don't have fingerless gloves. I just imagine every. This is. It's just the prejudice of. of like every British kid has that picture of them with fingerless gloves with the hat and the the soot on the face.
1: Like the white
0: circle (laughs) around the eyes,
1: singing and dancing the way across the chimney tops.
0: Do you think is is acting the thing that like is that is that have you figured it out? Like that's what you want to do with the rest of your life. Or do you think, oh, at some point I want to open a spice shop,
1: (laughs) spice shop.
2: Um, just sell Spice Girls memorabilia. <laughs> 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 oh. That could exist too. I'm I think
1: sure. it probably does exist.
2: I'm, I'm sure, sure it does. There's a there I was when we stayed uh we stayed in London and, and around the corner from where we were staying is the Beatles. Just the Beatles London shop. Okay, but that's the Beatles. Yeah, but still. No but still an entire store.
0: Yes, the Beatles. I don't know if the Spice Girls deserve it. The, the Beatles are still... But the Spice Girls each have their own
2: distinct personalities. <laughs> if you were a Spice Girl, which Spice Girl would you be?
1: Um, you see, it changed, you see, I always wanted to be baby Spice when I was younger. Sure. But now I'm older, I think, <laughs> let take some serious consideration, maybe uh, it's, um, Posh Spice?
2: Posh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like she did the best of the bunch.
1: She, yeah. She, she's doing pretty well. Yeah.
0: She doesn't look healthy now, though.
2: She's too skinny. Like, it's it's almost a little... She looked so angry at the Olympics that she had to be there. It was pretty funny. I think I would be... And also Ginger was thinner than she was, which I think extra pissed her off.
1: It's <laughs> just you reading between the lines. you were like, no, I, I see I just, what's, going I here. what's going on I know what's going
2: on. You want to see the Spice Girls reality show is what you want. I would watch that in a second. I would
1: watch that. <laughs> Who wouldn't watch that? I
2: would. Who wouldn't watch that? For some <laughs> reason, they all have to be in a house, even though they're all millionaires. They're like, you have to live in a house together, just like the monkeys.
0: That maybe they maybe there could be a plot of like five houses, and they're all connected somehow, so they have to interact. So it's it's almost
2: like it's
0: almost like a hamster condo or a gerbil condo, where it's like they get their own well, little pieces, in, uh, but they
2: all come together in help. They live, they all walk in separate doors, and they each have their own, like, sort of, like, section, but it's all open floor plan, and they all live together. The Beatles all live together in separate. I'm actually surprised there hasn't been, a, like, a Spice Girls reality show. Like, if
0: they were going to do a reunion tour, and they decided to document mm. them getting back together. they're not going
2: to do a reunion tour, so it's just not going to happen, Chris.
0: Well, I'm okay with it. You seemed bothered by I it. Mean, I'm, I mean, I feel like there's more for them to give. Do you have any musical background? Have there's you ever wanted to do any sort of musical there. stuff?
1: Yeah, when I was younger, I I wanted to do loads of musicals, actually, when I was, uh, like, younger, younger. Um, I actually did a musical when I was 10, and um, I got the part by singing Happy Birthday to Myself. (laughs) That was what we had to do at the audition.
0: So you had to do, Happy Birthday, dear (laughs) Jenna. Yeah, yeah, literally. It's quite
1: depressing, isn't it, actually? (laughs) Happy Birthday to me. Oh, so I,
0: I would have blown that audition because, as a joke, I would have done it crying.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they would have been like, "All right, you just smart Cake out of your pocket, <laughs> just a smushed crying. up piece of cake. Crying, <laughs> then you just put a candle in it, and light. It. Yeah, and I don't blow out the candle; I just drip a tear onto it.
1: Just a single one.
0: Just a single tear, and it just. Tss. <laughs> Just why extinguish- does that
1: make me so happy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the kind of shit that I would do when I was in school. That's why I was unpopular and no one liked me. So <laughs> I was too busy trying to be funny. Did you have a lot of friends growing up or were you, did you keep yourself?
1: I, am. Um, I, I actually, I, so I went to, so as well as growing up on, uh, in a theme park, um, I, I went to a school, which was like a little house and there was like eight people in my year. And my best friend was, um, called Ivy Lee and she was Cantonese. Um, but then I went to a normal school when I was about 14
0: After that. What was the transition like?
1: Um... It was, it was okay. I kind of went a bit naughty for a little while. I think like trying to show off and make friends and stuff, like moving from school to school. What, thing. like
0: stealing street signs and stuff?
1: No, like like kind of like trying to be funny and getting sent outside the class. And we had to wear bow ties. <sighs> um, my school uniform was, I had a green bow tie, and that was my school uniform. And they asked me in an interview the other week, so like, so you know, and I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, I went through a phase of being a total rebel. And they're like, well, what did you do? You know, and I was like, I didn't wear my bow tie. And I got <laughs> attention. <laughs> The interviewer was so disappointed. She's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Expecting some, you know, kind of raucous activity.
0: Expecting like, yeah, the five of us would do like a mountain of drugs and set buildings on fire. But with the same intensity, you're like, I didn't wear my bow tie.
1: (laughs) And got a detention.
0: One day my socks didn't match. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I wasn't really a... I was always afraid of... You know, there was there was certainly a lot of social pressures when I was growing up to do stuff like that, but I was I was too scared. I was always like we're going to get caught. Like I was the guy who was like, "We're going to get caught." I was never the guy who was like, "Drive through the window." Like I never I was never that <laughs> we're gonna guy. We
2: caught instead watch me sing happy birthday to myself. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do, were you did you have siblings growing up?
1: Yeah, an older brother. What does he do? Um he's a joiner. What's that? Oh, I, uh, what do you building, guys call right? it here? So he just, like, like say, if you in it go in a shop or a bar, he'll, like, do the interiors of the shop and the bar and oh. fit them all in. The
2: yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That. I knew that somehow.
1: What do you call it Probably here? bargain hunt. <laughs>
2: contractor, really. Contractor.
1: Yeah. Ah, okay.
2: Yeah, a contractor.
1: So he's a contractor. <laughs>
0: but in America, a contractor uh, goes three times over budget and takes four times longer you than you they tell like you it's going to... someone
2: gonna, who just bought a house. And what, what are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs>
0: Are you saying that just because I've owned a house since November and I still don't live in it, that doesn't mean anything? It means exactly what we all expected to happen. <laughs> do you want to? Do Do you think is is London your city? Like, is that where you're going to stay?
1: Yeah, I'd like again. Like, I'd like to spend. I'd like to go to New York and like live there for a little bit and move around a bit. But I definitely, I think London's home.
0: Yeah, that's nice. And then you never answer the question: Is is acting the thing, or do you do you have any other plans at some point?
1: No, I act. Acting's a thing. Yeah. Acting is a thing. I'd like to write. I don't know. I'm going to see. I'd really like to write or like, I think adapt something. Because I, 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 love, I love reading before I see the film. It's kind of, that's my, I read a lot. Um, but for now, it's definitely acting's the thing. What's what are your
0: r- favorite book? Oh, yeah.
1: um, East of Eden. All right.
0: And what are you reading
2: right now?
1: I just finished Jamaica Inn. I
2: don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is either. Was I-N-N? It? Like, welcome to the Jamaica Inn.
1: Uh, no, <laughs> like a, like like
2: like hotel in.
1: Yeah, it's like set in the eighteen hundreds. It's quite like a dark kind of Wuthering Heights esque gothic uh. period drama.
0: So maybe what you'll do is you'll read a book that you really love and you'll adapt.
1: That's it. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah, that's what I'd like to do. That's pretty cool. Yeah. If
0: really? you could adapt any book, what book would you adapt?
1: Mm, maybe Jamaica Inn, just because I've just read it.
0: All right, so we're going to do this.
1: Yeah, so wait, I need to write this down. Like, how many TV shows are we making here? We've got the Spice Girls (laughs) reality TV show. Okay, that was the fourth show. we just
2: programmed a network, pretty much. We're ready to go. Let's launch. But now we're talking about feature film now. Jamaica Inn is going to be a feature film. Well, it could also be a hell of a miniseries.
1: Yeah, it could be a miniseries. It could be the
0: Roots of Our Time. I guess it could. Jamaica Inn. Roots is the Roots of Our Time. Yeah, I think maybe that is. (laughs) We're still in that time. Um, Jamaica Inn.
1: What's our channel going to be called?
0: Um, JLC.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love you. Your name, by the way, sounds very southern. Really? It does. Like, I can picture a southern mom when, you know, Jenna Louise Coleman, get down from there. Do
1: you know what? People keep calling me Jenna Louise in interviews, and it's freaking me out because that's what, when I'm in trouble, that's what my mom calls me. So and every time I was like Jenna Louise, it kind of like still, you know, nah. I, I I need to I kind of I, I'm I'm Jenna really. So Jenna Louise freaks me out, but apparently I'm called Jenna because my grandma's somebody on Dallas watched. She watched Dallas,
0: and there was a character called Jenna. Yeah, I don't know if I remember that, and I feel like I what my parents watched Dallas. I watched that show. Who was Jenna?
1: Or is there know. an actress called Jenna? Or the know. character Jenna? Something from Dallas. So where my grandma got it from?
0: You could have been Dallas Louise Coleman, so I think you worked out okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Dallas Louise Coleman.
0: Jenna Dallas Coleman. Get in here. Get your butt in here. I was funny. The southern accent seems to be a lot easier for for Brits because, uh, I, I mean, it's, it's sort of British in origin. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't
1: know what it is about it. It is easier.
0: How's your southern accent? Oh,
1: I knew that was coming. Of course. Um... Uh, what's the, I did a, I did a play with it once, like, Horace, are we going to the dance on Friday night? Oh, uh, that's uh, adorable. That's
0: almost, that's kind of Texan. Do you, you just,
1: have you a just, date?
2: <laughs> you just nailed, uh, Reese Witherspoon in, uh, Walk the Line. That was, that was, that was the was, whole, that yeah. That was that, yeah.
0: That's good. When you know when you do the—that's uh, funny when you do the the accent, you get you get dimples. Like it's like that's it's sort of the southern. That's 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 what happens because you have to talk from the front of your mouth, right? You're talking from the front of your mouth and you're doing the accent because it's all up in here.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It was good.
0: Yeah. I'm from the south. Oh, sorry. That's our...
1: <laughs> I'm from
0: the south, Jenna. It's not a brag. It's weird. I didn't grow up with an. I mean, I, my family moved around the, the south a lot, but I I never had that.
1: Yeah.
2: I dropped mine in fifth grade. The Boston I had a accent? the Boston accent. It's pretty thick.
1: It do the,
2: thick. Do the Boston accent. Uh, you, uh, you're coming out uh, later or what? You got to go to the bar with us or what are you going to do? Come you, on. You go to the St. Patty's Day. You got to drink some Guinness. Yeah, you going to go to the parade over there? You got to go over there. You got to see the socks? You see the socks traded? They traded that bum. Can you understand anything he's
0: saying right now? I
1: feel a little bit intimidated. As actually. you
0: should. That's the that's the Boston accent. Well, the Boston accent barks at you until you're just like, "I'll do whatever you say." Please stop yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> the Southern accent is just supposed to lull you into, "Hey, how you guys doing? Come on over. It's fine. Get in the van. Don't worry about <laughs> it." Like it's it's a much different. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, are you going back to London from Los Angeles on Thursday?
1: Yeah, I'm going back Thursday, and then we start the fiftieth on Monday.
0: <gasps> that's what they <I> call it.
1: <sighs> so excited. I read the script on the plane on the way here. Oh
2: my god!
0: Listen, if you want to leave it behind, that's fine. Oh my god, you Don't guys should. Don't say that
1: to me. I get like really nervous as it is. I know. It's I get like heart like on the flight, kind of had a hand over it the whole way.
0: I had to. I was. I was watching the new episode, the, the upcoming episode of Walking Dead on the plane last night. And I really did, like, a check of the neighborhood. On the point. And fortunately, I was sitting... There was a wall behind me where I was sitting. And the woman next to me was... Uh, she was, uh, like, 55 years old. And she was doing all this paperwork that had to do with education. I'm like, okay, I don't think she watches The Walking Dead. But I still... <laughs> Tried to like, I pulled the screen this way just because I, I don't want to be the reason why
1: it leaks. Yeah, you don't want to be the one. See, we got our names on our script as well, so they know.
0: They would know they right know, away yeah. if that turned up online or something.
2: Yeah. There's no way. Oh my god! For the fiftieth uh, anniversary of Doctor Who, you guys should kill off Judy Dench. What? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Jay's Bond. <laughs> <laughs> but just the
0: person Judy Dench. Yeah, just kill off Judi Dench. That she gets upgraded.
1: How did you guess that?
2: I well listen. I have a. I have an in. We'll see a Jamaican. A Jamaican. <laughs> a Jamaican. <inn. laughs>
0: That's very cool. Well, you, I mean, this, it's, it's so exciting, you know, this, this whole thing just to be a part of it. I, I'm, I'm excited for you. And then I'm also jealous <laughs> at the same time. I want to go work in Cardiff. You,
1: to, you could so come to Cardiff.
2: Run down corridors. Know, we go. We've, already, we, we've always threatened it. We've always threatened going over there.
1: I'm just like planning it for you, they're Thank
2: very you. protective though. They're very protective yeah, of the. Yeah, uh, it's a hard. It's a hard
0: set to get near nut because, nut to crack, because they're really? trying because they have to be so you know they yeah. have to guard everything so
2: closely.
1: Well, you could always just come and hang out outside where, like you know, all the tra- like all the all of our trailers are, are in like the outside car park. So that's, that's like. <laughs> oh,
2: we can hang out at the car park. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know why we couldn't just see the Tardis. set. that doesn't change. It's not going to tip anything off. I think it's just about the idea of having people. In it. Listen, next season on the Nerdist TV show, we should have Matt walk us through the controls of the TARDIS.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then we'll see yeah. if he's if he's telling making the it truth up or, or not. not.
0: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in London in May. They've so. stopped shooting. By oh now. yeah,
1: we're not filming. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> you <coughs> could go to the Doctor <laughs> Experience. <and> go, yeah.
0: <laughs> I went to the I went to the TARDIS. I went to the one in in West Kensington. I've told this story before, and it was such a bummer because they – it was nice but a bummer at the same time because they they gave me a private tour of it. So I was the only person in the entire facility. Oh, really? And you go in, and the first room is a TARDIS. You're at the interior of the TARDIS, and Matt comes up on the screen. And he's like, oh, we've got some exciting things, and you, there's, we're being attacked. And and so the way that it's supposed to happen is everyone – there's supposed to be a crowd of people around all these different controls. So it's a lot of like, you, turn that knob. But it was just me in there, so I was... I didn't want to see it. And there was a docent, like this woman... And she just looked at me, and she's like, well, go on then. And I would have to walk around the other side and, like, hit a button. That was really depressing. <laughs> it was so depressing. And then you go to the other parts, and, the, and then it's the Daleks, and they're like, we are, we are taking over the TARDIS. And, and, but it's just me and all this, like, smoke blowing, and I'm alone crying into my birthday cake. <laughs> you will say happy, happy birthday, birthday to yourself. Happy birthday. Exterminate your candle. <laughs> With a single tear. With a tear. I wish I could cry.
2: I can, I think.
0: Happy birthday for me. Well, Jenna. (laughs) I feel like this was a really good first date.
1: Yeah, it went really, really well.
0: Chris puts out on the fourth date. No, we're having the awkward silence. Oh.
1: I'm developing a twitch.
0: I don't feel good. I don't know. Should I just get the check? Should I just get the check then?
1: Yeah, excuse me. Can we have the bill, please? Oh, oh I was would you, get are desserts? you sure you want dessert? I was get dessert, oh, I, oh, No, I'm good. Do you want some
2: coffees or desserts? I've already taken the liberty of ordering dessert. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought my friend. <laughs> no, you guys go ahead. It's fine. I'll just, I'll pick it up. Just go. <laughs> oh, where'd she go? She disappeared. I ordered three eaten messes, and they're all for me.
0: <laughs> Jenna, uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast
1: Thank you for having me
0: You were delightful on Doctor Who and, and and for anyone who hasn't seen it yet I feel like most people have probably seen it at this point But if they hadn't uh, They should definitely go back and watch um, the. They should watch the Christmas special And they should watch the episode Was it the last episode? It was the last episode of last season
1: It was the first Asi- uh, the Asylum and the Daleks Oh
0: right, I always get the I always get the, um, I always get the uh, the seasons, because of the way the seasons are yeah, cut up. Yeah. Are they cut up that way in England as well?
1: Yeah. So we had like the first f- like five episodes and then a Christmas special. And then we've got the n- another eight coming through.
0: Oh, good. And I'm so glad that Oswin got explained. <laughs> okay. Like,
1: Well, she will. She will. It will all happen at the end of this season. We'll, oh. we'll get payoff for <gasps> why Clara keeps popping up and dying.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> See, that's good to know. Okay, good.
1: Yeah, there'll be payoff.
0: Good, good, good. What if the payoff is just... Just cause, okay, you guys, and then credits.
1: Um, again, that would be quite depressing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, there is. It's, I mean, it, it's it's Stephen Moffat, so you can. It's going to kind of be teased the whole way through, and then there'll be good payoff for it.
0: Is Stephen sort of like a dad to work with at this point? Is he sort of like, and then these characters are his children?
1: Um. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose it is. It's it's funny how like the scripts kind of change the more me and Matt are working together. So they're kind of being written as we're filming all the time. So it's kind of it's very like kind of tailored towards you. So it's always changing.
2: Like a dad with two families. Do you guys ever get jealous of Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman? Well,
1: they're in Cardiff. (laughs) They're filming Sherlock when we're starting our 50th. So we're going to all be in the same studios in Cardiff in the parking lot for the first time. Oh, so it's going to be like Sherlock and Doctor Who together. And Stephen is like literally in the, in the middle of them both.
0: I don't know. Well, he does. He does have a I mean, they're I used to think that the doctor and Sherlock were that, that basically the doctor was just space Sherlock. And Stephen was like, no, 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 no. The doctor has compassion. Sherlock is a sociopath. Like they're not. <laughs> yeah, they're not the same at
1: all. There is Matt Sansa and, and Stevens, isn't it? They're equally as clever as each other, or there's kind of something like very diplomatic about them
2: both. Yeah. I hope they have some sort of a face off. They're as clever as each other. One is responsible for a lot of people's deaths. The other one, if something had gone slightly different in his childhood, would also have been responsible for a lot of people's <laughs> deaths. He would have been a serial killer. Yeah, he would have been Moriarty. If something oh. just went a little bit different in Sherlock's life, he would have been Moriarty. Wait a minute, you guys. Yeah. What
0: if. Sherlock. Oh, this is a... No- oh oh, God. what if he is Moriarty? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not Moriarty. Here's what we gotta do, uh-huh. y'all. That's something we say in the South. Okay, this is the sixth thing that I'm gonna throw at you, okay? Okay,
1: wait. Okay.
0: Okay, good. You Pitch. have your fake pencil. Pitch. Um, doctor Who goes back. The, 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 you guys... The Doctor goes back uh, to, um, to Jack the Ripper, and you find out that Jack the Ripper is actually Sherlock. Ooh. Because he's he's like a sociopath He's a murderer Like yeah. he's, he...
2: It doesn't work for the current timeline Of Sherlock Holmes though Which is contemporary
0: Well I know but they could just go back And make a steampunk one You could have
2: him go to Ripper Street
1: <laughs> Yeah
2: <laughs> That's right Yeah, the Doctor and... Who
1: Sherlock Ripper Street crossover
2: ah, Then throw copper in there You guys you got yourself a
0: hell of a No I know this doesn't make a lot of sense Because Sherlock is a fake character And Jack the Ripper was a very real character. But I still feel like Sherlock could have been Jack the Ripper.
1: And then maybe we could all go down to Downton Abbey Uh, after that.
0: Now, okay, in that that world, are you an upstairs person or are you a downstairs person?
1: Um, I've I've played both. I've played both the upstairs and the downstairs. In that world,
0: I think you're an upstairs person who's really down to earth. So she thinks more like a downstairs person.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah, I think
0: I think I think that's what I think about you. I'll
1: take that. I played a da- I did a, a show called I did Titanic a mini series. So I played like a downstairs person in that, like the maid,
2: like in steerage.
1: Yeah, it was in steerage. I was in I was in third class. I didn't even uh. get steerage. <laughs> oh, do you wh- know I was? Do you know how much it costs to go first class on the Titanic?
2: No, forty five hundred dollars. In 1912? In 1912, which is equivalent to $102,000 now. Well, that seems like a bad investment since everyone died. Well, yeah. I mean, it wasn't the. Well, not everyone. Most of first class lived. <laughs> oh, they did? A lot of first class lived. Not most, but more first class lived than died. Oh, yeah, because they were
0: like, we're first class. Yeah. So we're going to take the rescue boats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of you can
2: go down. Plus, our hearts are already cold, so the water won't bother us. They're fine. <laughs> Building James t- Cameron taught us anything. <laughs> it's that Terminators
0: are bad. And that the Heart of the Ocean should go back.
2: Right, yeah, of course. With Jack. I can't wait. Do you guys we should they're all go back. on the Australian Titanic? Oh, the Titanic 2? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's
2: all go. Four years, you guys. Oh, I can't wait.
0: I can't wait. There's too much bad cruise mojo going on right now.
2: No, it's just carnival.
0: But this is it. this is. A prideful billionaire building a new Titanic, it just feels like everyone's
2: gonna die. That's no one's getting out of there. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait. Either way, I'm happy some horrible disaster happens, they'll have enough light bulbs at time, so it'll be okay.
1: Sunday blues, yeah. driving down the Pacific Coast Highway, uh, <laughs> wanting to throw yourself off.
0: Damn it, why didn't we put enough rescue boats on this one either? <laughs> oh just... no, they built it exact. <laughs> exactly they the built same. Exactly... <laughs> no, there's too much wood and glass. <laughs> Damn it, we're dumb. <laughs> Well, Jenna, thank you so much for coming on the podcast.
1: This was really nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. And I, you I heard know all about you from Matt, you guys.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah we're, we're good people, right? That's what he said. Yeah, right? he
1: likes you. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Really? What else did he
0: say <laughs> about
2: me? I'm going to give him this note. Do you like me? Check yes or no. <laughs> you know what he doesn't like about you? Which he uh, has said to us, uh, uh, to myself on a couple of occasions, that you still dress up like David Tennant.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Is that what he said to you in London? Yeah, yeah. I
0: ran into Matt at Comic Con last year. Awkward. And I have a I was dressed like Tenant. Awkward. And he was like, Oh, I see where your heart
2: lies. <laughs> and I was like,
0: No, Matt, I, I'm I have pointier features. I look more like Tenant. I couldn't cosplay well as and it which just all sounded like bad excuses.
1: Yeah, you're gonna have to make it up this year.
0: Yeah, you're gonna do it. It was, almost, it was almost like it was almost like uh if I had turned up with lipstick on my face after an all night thing and then my girlfriend was like, What is that <laughs> um <laughs> nothing. I, I love you. just have pointier features. I look more like David. Yeah, Denton. exactly. It's nothing.
1: It means nothing. It doesn't mean anything. It's
0: nothing. I could just take this off at any time. I should. I should have the eleventh Doctor outfit on under the tenth. The, under the tenth. So yeah. I could just rip it off and be like,
2: Yeah. See. We should just do. It. We should just get you a, We'll just make you an eleventh.
0: All right. We'll just do it. I have a tweed jacket and a bow tie. We can I'll make, make this it happen. work. I think yeah. we can do it. All right. Good.
1: I'll let Matt know so we can kind of. Stop holding all that resentment yeah. <laughs>
2: Please
0: do Let yeah. him know that it's fine To
2: let it I'll go I'll dress up okay. too And I'll play the time That the doctor got stung By all those bees And he found out he was allergic Okay Didn't happen yet But if I were to dress up Like the doctor That's what it would that's look That's what like. would happen <laughs> Alright Well thank you so much For being here Jenna Louise Coleman Thanks
0: Enjoy your burrito everyone Congratulations You thank did it you You
1: did it Cool first date Now leaving Nerdist.com Enjoy your burrito
0: this episode of the Nerdist podcast is brought to you by shutterstock.com with over 700,000 high quality video clips shutterstock helps you take your creative projects to the next level for 30% off your new account go to shutterstock.com and use the offer code nerdist3